1: All right, welcome to the show. Fist Street Soccer here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM 211. Dan Patrick Sports, I'm Nick Gieber, along with Kartik Krishnaya. And it is time, Kartik. Today is the day. I know you are very excited, as am I, but it's time for our patented Premier League pundits' prognostications for this week's weekend's week three of the English Premier League. Are you ready, Kartik? Oh, I absolutely am. Well, we, we've uh, talked about a few of these matches uh, over the week, but we're going to get to them in detail. We're going to look at who's injured, who's not, who's just complaining, and who's not. Oh, well, most of them are just complaining, let's be honest. Uh, some decent matchups. Let's take a look at uh, the analysis on these games as well as take a peek at some odds, and maybe you will find a little value for you as well in there. Maybe, maybe, maybe you can take your hard-earned retirement and your kid's college fund, place it on some of our specialized bets, and who knows? You can have a McMansion by this time tomorrow. Just kidding. Don't do that. But we're going to go through all the odds, give you our picks, and have a great time doing it as well, aren't we, Kartik? Yeah, absolutely. A couple of uh, interesting matchups. Of course, the big matchup this weekend uh, is going to be at Anfield where Liverpool will host Arsenal and it will be interesting because Arsenal are a little bit of a reinvigorated team this year of course Liverpool may be looking a little shaky defensively surprisingly enough after their rock solid year they had in the back but we will see we will give you our breakdown of what we think and who we think is going to do what where when and how and I think after the third match day, Kartik, things start to just get a, just a little bit more clarity in the Premier League. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I, I've always said I don't like looking at the table till the
2: 10th week, but uh, we're always tempted to just look and start making conclusions. So why not the
1: third wa- match day? Why not, Kartik? Why not? You know, we can do what we want because it is a free country, Kartik, and you and I have struck a blow for personal football freedom, and we're going to do that and enjoy it. And if, we'd love, and if you have something to say, we would love to hear from you. 800-878-7529, 800-878-PLAY. Give us a call in the studio. Find us on Twitter. We're at 5th Street Sports. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash 5th Street Sports Talk. By the way, big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening, courtesy of the American Forces Network. When we come back after break, we're going to kick it all off with Aston Villa Everton, a match we've already spoken about, but again, we're getting more details about who's playing, so we'll start with that. We'll be right back after this.
3: At Indeed, we believe a resume is a great way to see an overview of a candidate, but you're not hiring a resume, you're hiring a person. That's why Indeed offers tools that help bridge the gap between a candidate and the resume, like skill tests, which let you actually see a candidate's abilities in action to make sure they're a good fit for the job. See beyond the resume with Indeed. Experience Indeed for yourself today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting at indeed.com promo. Terms and conditions apply. This weekend at Kohl's, everyone gets Kohl's Cash. $10 Kohl's Cash for every $50 spent. Earn it on everything. Spend it on anything, even our biggest brands. The more you shop, the more Kohl's Cash you'll get. No limits. Plus, take an extra $10 off your $50 purchase of back to school items. Plus, Ohio, pay no sales tax this Friday through Sunday. Kohl's.
2: 10 off 50 offer valid August 2nd through
3: 18th with promo code BTS10. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.
4: Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531.
5: At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done.
4: That's
1: 800-403-5912. All right, uh, you're back with Nick and Kartik uh, on Fifth Street Soccer. Uh, let's get into it, shall we, Kartik, because uh, the first Premier League match is uh Aston Villa Everton and that is actually a Friday match um Everton got two clean sheets off their first two games uh they should on paper be a really strong team this season but you know if you look at their results I mean it was uh, what a one nil victory against Watford at home and then nil nil uh away at Crystal Palace disappointing in terms of scoring uh Moise Keane you know he's going to be a real he's a real talent right cartic but we just yeah, have, yeah. i mean at this point we haven't we haven't seen anything from him um and as for villa well my take on villa Kartik is that uh, uh you know they got tonked by tottenham first game of the season i feel for villa much like i feel for who was it west west ham uh that got to play yeah Man City and Norwich that got to play Liverpool. I mean, you played the top three for your first game. It's a terrible way to start the season. Uh, they did lose, though, at home 2-1 to Bournemouth, despite, you know, 143 million euros in new signings. Uh, you know, for me, um, you mentioned Alex Awobi isn't playing. Is that right? Yeah, he, well, he hasn't He hasn't gotten a minute yet. Uh, and
2: they've spent a ton of money on him. And Bernard has played well. Charles, they, They're very... Loaded uh, out in these wide positions, you're always going to play Gerdson down the middle, right? right. And he doesn't have the mobility to play out wide. So, I uh, mean, I guess you've got a situation where, um, uh, and Calvert Lewin is playing up top, but he's also a wide player. In reality, you've got a lot of wingers. They also have Theo Walcott. Let's not forget about him, uh, who can't get into the can't get a sniff of this team.
1: Right. Well, it's because every time he sniffs something, he gets injured. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Theo Walcott has to be just about the most injury-prone prone player in the history of football, uh, or one of Besides them. Besides
2: his Arsenal teammate, Diaby. Remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, I, mean, uh, Riziki, I mean, it was just an Arsenal thing.
1: Yeah. Um, this, you know, I, listen, I, I said this the other day when we were looking at this, this match. I still think this match has a 0-0 or a 1-1 draw written all over it in big letters with neon sign. And if you take the draw, it's plus 250, which by the way is the same odds for an aston villa uh win so i would take the draw plus 250 i think it's two and a half goals i think is the uh total goals on goal total on this i'll look it up right now uh yeah it's two and a half you got to take the under on this yeah. there's not going to be a lot of goals here yeah, uh, yeah. so it's nil nil 1-1 uh that's oh are we in agreement on that one Karthik?
2: Yeah, uh, these, this is just, this is also an interesting match. It might be, have been more interesting later in the season, uh, which obviously will be a return fixture, uh, at, uh, Goodison later in the season, because these two teams are the two teams that have spent the most money outside the top six in the Premier League in the summer window. So I just think it's going to be a while before we see the best or any degree of consistency from either of these
1: two clubs. Wow, you know the consensus betting on this by the way, is the over, and I think that's a huge mistake do you see Do you see more than two goals in this game? I don't i mean i I can give you a case for how
2: there would be, which is that uh Villa defensively has had some really bad lapses late in the Spurs match early in the Bournemouth match, so maybe. Uh, Everton gets a goal or two in one of those, uh, sustained lapses. And then Villa gets a goal or two somewhere else well, in the match. So you're getting to two or three, you're going to get three or four that way. But, uh, honestly, I don't believe that's going to happen. I mean, I I don't know what the one, what probably. they're thinking,
1: because uh, in the four matches, these two teams have played, they've scored a some total of three goals between them. And we're not talking right, about playing, right. you know, like, okay, one of those, one of those, uh, one of those teams was uh, was Tottenham, but I mean we're looking at Crystal Palace, Watford, Bournemouth. I mean they only managed to score three goals. Uh, and yeah. by the way, the one goal that was scored, one of the goals that was scored, was actually scored at Tottenham. So, um, yeah, I, I don't get that. That's that's definitely value there right now. The under is minus one hundred one actually. So. Um, If you want to to bet the total goals, the under is definitely uh, the way to go. Shall we go to Norwich-Chelsea, which was the other game that we actually spoke about a little bit? Um, And interestingly enough, I mean, for me, a couple of players you want to watch, uh, one of them you're going to be forced to watch, and of course that's Christian Pulisic, whose name will be mentioned 400,000 times in the 90 minutes of the game and probably the pregame show and the postgame show. And there might even be a blimp carrying a a splashing his name or I'm tired of it. But uh, really, the guy is uh, Timu Puki, who sounds like a venereal disease, but isn't. Uh, It's a very prolific uh, young striker, 29 goals in the championship, already four goals in the Premier League. I think a lot of people questioned his ability to score goals at this level, Kartik, And I think he has answered those people uh, with some style. Yeah, a lot of people uh,
2: in my fantasy league laughed at me draft night around the table when I drafted him because uh, they said, oh, he scored a lot of goals in the championship. You know, when he was in La Liga, he flopped. When he was in the Bundesliga, he flopped. Uh, this is all correct. I remember him. I don't remember him in La Liga, by the way. But I do remember him at Schalke, and he wasn't very good there. Uh, uh, and then, uh, But then he went back home to, uh, to Scandinavia, got his confidence back, then got brought to the championship, and you know, sometimes that's all it takes, right? Sometimes, especially if you're a striker, on confidence, and you can be a late bloomer. He's 29 now. He didn't start scoring yeah. goals in a sustained way until he was 26. Like I said before, when he was in the Bundesliga, he was lousy. I, I, I concede that. But um, that's why you can't always fall in love with 19 or 20 year olds and and, uh, um, and believe that, uh, uh, that 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 they're going to be great at 28 or 29. There are people have argued with me these last few weeks that Christian Pulisic at 20 is already the most accomplished American player in history.
1: Oh, please. What Men's about Clint player, Dempsey? Just come laughable. on. I mean, Claudia right. Rayner, uh, you know, yeah, Brad Friedel. Yeah. All, I mean, guys, guys that really, I mean, Clint <clears> throat> throat> Dempsey, <laughs> Brian McBride, Brian McBride. Go thank on you. On. I mean, these guys actually seriously com- contributed to the success of their teams.
2: Yeah. I mean, Dempsey scored 57 goals in the Premier League, so Pulisic has goals to catch up with him. And as I've mentioned time and again, Pulisic, uh, his production at Dortmund dropped off. His I mean dropped off dramatically last season. He just wasn't effective much of the year. So sometimes guys like I can tell you this is a Manchester City fan. Mika Richards, Stephen Ireland, these guys were great at 18 and 19, and you know 25, 24, 25 they were. Oh, barely playing wherever they were, right? I mean, uh, uh, Mika Richards went to Villa, but Stephen, Ireland went to Villa also. Um, yeah, I like, I think Norwich has a, you know, I need to score a few goals in this game because Chelsea is very weak at the back. Yeah. Norwich plays progressive attacking football. They press high. Another player to watch is Cantwell on Norwich. Uh, Nick, this guy is, is, uh, phenomenal. I mean, he just, he's fearless. He takes guys on. He has a couple tricks in his bag in, in terms of passing, uh, a player. Who, um, let's say he were playing for Barcelona, they'd be oohing and awing about him. But because he plays for Norwich, uh, you know, he has a name like Cantwell, right? Not uh, some sort of uh, very uh, exotic sounding name. It's just well, like, ah, okay. He's is it okay, short right? for ca-
1: can't do well? Yeah, right. No, but this kid, this kid's phenomenal. So right.
2: I um, I'm tempted to say Norwich is going to take all three points. I know that that's not
1: no. That's what we. Wise. That's what you and I predicted uh, the other day when we spoke about this match. And right now, uh, Norwich. Let's see if that line has compressed any. Uh, no, it's the same. It's plus 550. So, I mean, I, I would take Norwich all day long on this. The draw is plus 333. I might spread spread around a little bit, maybe uh, hedge a little bit with the draw as well with, for a few bucks. But I honestly think Norwich are going to win this game uh, just because I, I question Chelsea's ability to finish. Uh, and Chelsea, as we have spoken about uh, many times, are going to be similar to Leicester. They're going to be all over the place. The question is... You know which team is able to put together a consistent run of form. I mean, that Chelsea, I'm sure, will have a month or six weeks where they just look fantastic and unbeatable. But are they going to be able to get that going consistently enough to finish top four? I, I don't see it. This is a tough uh, visit to Carrow Road. I like Norwich. You like like Norwich. We all like Norwich yep. together. Isn't there a song in there somewhere? I don't know.
2: We all love. You. Nah, well, we could. <laughs> yeah, know. You know, well, I think we'll do the a special. Kid, kartik Karaoke. Kid, I think I was, we need to make that. Yeah, we need yeah. to
1: make a Kartik Karaoke. I'm pretty sure we should do that as a segment on the show. But in the meantime, oh, we are going to have to go to break. Uh, our Twitter is at Fist Street Sports, 800 if you want to sound off. Uh, it is break time. We're going to do that. And we will be right back in three minutes. Hope you'll stay with us.
4: That's 800-847-1183. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago.
1: All right, welcome back to the show, Nick and Kartik with you on Fifth Street Soccer. uh Let's move right along with our patented Premier League pundits prognostications for this weekend's English Premier League matches. uh Let's move right along Kartik post haste shall we and move to the uh, next match, uh, which is going to be at the Amex Stadium. It is Brighton hosting Southampton, and you know surprisingly, Brighton have got off to a great start. They had a uh, 3-0 thumping away at Watford, and they had a 1-1 rather cagey affair, I might add, at home against West Ham United. Um, But I think for me, Kartik, when I look at these teams, uh, I think we've seen Brighton play their best, and I think Southampton, uh, you know, they've... Well, I mean, look, they played Liverpool... I thought they played Liverpool well at times... I thought that was uh, a tough match. And, of course, they had that opening, that opening season thumping away at Burnley. Uh, I think this is one of these matches, and I would be surprised if you disagree, where I think Southampton played better than their results suggest. And I think this is one of those matches that gets them back on track. I actually like Southampton for the win on this one, 2-0.
2: Yeah, I do too. I I mean, I think this is this is one of those matches you see uh, these fixtures that pop up where there's going to be a correction, right? Brighton has punched above their weight. Grandpa are coming in doing a great job with that team the first two weeks. They 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 they, though uh, are going to come back to earth at some point. Southampton.
1: Uh oh. Uh oh. Seems like Kartik has uh, disappeared into the matrix. Kartik, you You have have disappeared into the matrix. Stress
2: that Liverpool.
1: Kartik. Kartik, you have disappeared into the Matrix, and you just returned. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, now we have you. So share with us uh, okay. your last thought, because yeah, it belonged out there somewhere with Keanu Reeves.
2: Yeah, so I was going to say, we have to keep in mind, Liverpool uh, had, one, uh, had one day of light training. Uh, they had to adjust their body clocks back to uh, British Standard Time, and uh, they had an airplane flight. So Southampton... They played well against Liverpool, but I don't think that was the real Liverpool. That was ordinary circumstance. Liverpool still got three points. So Southampton has not uh, played well yet, and uh, they're going to need these three points. I think they'll get it. I agree with you. I'll say 2-1, not 2-0, but I think think they're going to get the three points. I agree.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to get the away win at the Amex and uh, move their way up the table. Southampton are not a bad team. Um, let's go to the next match at uh, at Old Trafford, and we got to talk, really, uh, don't we, uh, about Onky Roy. I mean, what's going on at Palace? They're, they're one really good player, seems to be refusing to do anything, and uh, what are, the, are they going to get any goals? I mean, are they going to score any goals this season?
2: Uh, they could be. I was talking to someone who, co- who covers the league. Uh, earlier in the week, I'll let, let this person remain nameless, but uh, someone who actually does cover the Premier League in England, they think that Palace, if if something <laughs> doesn't um, doesn't sort itself soon with Zaha, they could be a team that does not even make it to 30 points this season, which means not only will they get relegated, we'll finish 20th. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think this is like a 3-0 or a 4-0, <laughs> well, honestly. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um you know, we talk about consistency. This is one of the things that I'm, I'm going to be harping on here, uh, particularly early in the season. Uh, for those of you that are new to the Premier League or, or just recent converts, uh, you know, what, what makes a champion a champion, what moves a team into the top four versus a team that is fifth, sixth, seventh on down is consistency of performance. It's not at the end of the year being able to look back and say, oh, we lost one game like Liverpool did. Well, I mean, they lost one game, but still didn't didn't win the league. It's it's consistency. It's being, I mean, look, they were incredibly consistent. Don't get me wrong; they they were one point off of City, but it's the ability to put to put to string together large periods of unbeaten streaks and 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 three pointers. That's going that's going to be the difference between finishing in the top four. Man United have at times this season, and we've only seen two games, uh, looked terrific, and then very average. Um, I, yeah. This is the problem we're going to ha- you're going to have with United. We're going to get Phil de Bruyne on here at some point to talk more United with us. If you're a United supporter or one of the many uh, bandwagon supporters of United over the last uh, you know 15 years that joined them when Fergie was winning everything, and now you're looking around saying, "Oh my God, we've been left in the pack," you know, we've been left back from the pack. I think things will come round round for United. They'll be all right, but right now they're just going to be inconsistent. However, this match is truly. An honest-to-goodness godsend. This is just what the footballing uh, doctor, the footballing gods wanted to give uh, a team. And uh, this should be three points for United and keep them in the top four.
2: Yeah, I, I mean... Uh, you, you, this is the sort of match you'd want towards the end of the season when you need three points badly to finish in that top four or you're chasing whatever uh, whatever goal uh, is out there. But, yeah, this this should be an easy, straightforward win for Manchester United. I don't, I don't see any trouble with this. Uh, the, the, uh, uh, the big question for Manchester United is uh, who's going to take a penalty if they have a penalty? Is it going to be Pogba or is Ratchford going to say it's mine now? Solskjaer seems to want to be noncommittal, which – I don't think he learned from Sir Alex. You know, we, we keep hearing that Solskjaer is uh, he's, he's going to be a spitting image of Sir Alex as a manager. and He's one of Fergie's favorite players. But this sort of kind of non-decision and, oh, we'll let the players sort it out, a uh, type of thing does not seem very Sir Alex to me.
1: It is the new way of managerial thinking. I mean, look, Sir Alex retired how many years ago now? Five years ago?
2: No, it's more than that. I think it's like seven or six. Six, 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 six years seven, ago. Eight. And,
1: you know, it's changed. I mean, young managers have come in. They're relating to players in a different way. And as much of a legend as he was, uh, I think that, you know, this is what the modern era of young super player wants, is the ability to make decisions on the pitch for themselves. I, I If I'm a United supporter, I am not in any way uh, ashamed or angry at Pogba for missing that penalty because he had the you know, the Wavos to stand up and take it. I would suggest Anthony Martial might want to be taking a penalty too, right? Yeah, uh, yeah and, that and, would be, yeah. Yep, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. But this should be an easy three points uh, for Man United. I'm not worried about it. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who's Who do we have next? Uh, we have one of Washington. the more intriguing Washington. matches. Uh, she- how about Sheffield? Uh, you want to do Sheffield-Leicester? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. So this should be a good match. This is at Bramall Lane. Um you know, we talk about Leicester City, a very young squad, very inconsistent putting again, go back to exactly what I said earlier about being able to string together, uh, you know, a a a string of good results, consistency. We possibly won't see that either from Leicester City this this uh, season because they are so young. Sheffield United uh, look, I mean, uh, at home, uh, they went to Bournemouth opening day and got a draw. And then at home, they they beat Crystal Palace. But quite frankly, I think uh, my son Daniel's 10-year-old's little kicker's team might be able to beat Crystal Palace at this point. So I'm not quite sure what that says to us. But for my money, uh, Leicester City, this will be their first three points of the season. They had a nil-nil at Wolves. They had a 1-1 uh, away at Stamford Bridge. Uh, I think they, I think they can take all three points here, Kartik. I think this is a uh, Leicester win. Uh, Sheffield, uh, you know, uh, they're going to work hard, but I think ultimately Leicester's quality will shine through here.
2: Yeah, these are good times in Yorkshire United, uh, unbeaten start the Premier League Wednesday. They're big rivals, uh, near the top of the uh, championship. Leeds United at the very top of the championship. Uh, but I think this is when the Midlands start to reassert itself. Leicester, uh, I think will win this match. I think, uh, this is, this is another one of those corrections. And Leicester is a young team, uh, but such a talented team. And, uh, uh, they have played fairly well in their two opening matches. Uh, they were the better team for the last 45, maybe the last 70 minutes against Chelsea, uh, 65 to 70 minutes, and then against Wolves, large portions of that match, they were the better team. So, yeah, I agree with you. I'm going to go – I
1: see Sheffield United will score a goal here. So I'm going to say 2-1, Leicester. Oh, 2-1. Okay, well, let's take a look if there's any value there, shall we? Uh, Sheffield, Leicester – Leicester are actually the favorites. How about that at minus 110? So we got that right. Uh, Let's see what the total goals are, what the goal consensus is uh total consensus is two even uh, i think um uh, well it would have to be over two for you to win so the under at this point would be uh minus 119 so it's under two and a quarter my, uh, minus 119 so you, you, we say take the under and we say Leicester city right yep and Leicester city as we mentioned are actually the odds makers' favorites at uh, minus 110. All right, next match. Uh, we have two minutes to do the next one, uh, which is at Vicarage Road. It's Watford against yeah. West Ham United. And I have to ask you this, Karthik. I scratch my head. I don't understand it. What on earth is happening at Watford? Well, Javi
2: Gracia is the first manager, I think I've said this on the show before, that has started a season after starting the previous season at Watford in I mean, almost 10 years. I mean, I remember the year Sean Dice was there, did great. They sacked him still, finished seventh or whatever in the championship. Uh, yeah, they they have problems. They have a lot of guys that are unsettled, that either, like, DeCorey thought they might be moved on in the summer, Willie Hughes might be moved on in the summer, or, um, you know, aren't, aren't resettling well. So that's a big problem. And then West Ham uh, always starts slow. So this uh, – yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I guess someone's gonna get a result in this match. I, I, I would be. I think the safest thing would be to say it's one-one or
1: nil-nil. Honestly, uh, I'm actually gonna go on a limb. I, I, I think Watford are gonna win this. I, I'm gonna say two-one Watford. Okay. I yeah. mean, uh, I you that. know. Uh... <laughs> Uh, admittedly, Watford <laughs> yet to score a goal, so I'm going to credit them with two He's in that game. Trying ways to justify it. <laughs> yeah, really, exactly. <laughs> uh, and West Ham, you know, West Ham were conceded six and scored one, so uh, maybe maybe that's a little optimistic. I'll tell you what, I'm going to change. I'm going to say, uh, let's do one nil for the Watford. Uh, all right, uh, okay. we have we have to go to break. One nil Watford. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's That's crazy. That's one goal between these two teams. Oh, unbelievable. It's not really gonna be a humdinger, let's be honest. All right, we'll be right back after this.
3: Is your thinning hair prematurely aging you? Do you see scalp where there used to be hair? Don't let your hair loss take over. Take control with Hairmax, the pioneer in laser hair growth. Hairmax laser band stimulates your follicles where hair loss starts. At the root, immersing your scalp in nourishing laser energy with the equivalent of 246 total laser coverage. Use it just a few minutes, three days a week to revive your hair follicles and regrow your hair. It's FDA cleared and clinically proven for both men and women. So if you're seeing your hair thinning or that bald spot getting bigger, don't sit by and watch your hair wither away. Protect the hair you have while growing new hair you'll love. Maximize your results with Destiny Hair Therapy. Brimming with Bioactive ingredients essential for healthy hair. Order now at hairmax.com or call 1 800 9 regrow and save 15% with code GROW15. That's hairmax.com or 1 800 9 regrow. Save 15% with code
4: GROW15. You're a pro. You've got a bathroom remodel and clients counting on you to pull it all together. Lots of good reasons to count on the Home Depot. Find complete, coordinated bath product collections. The latest trends and designs from top brands like Delta. It's easy to pull together an amazing look when you know where to look. The latest collections from Delta, in-store or online. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only.
5: You do it right to save because you work too hard for your money not to.
4: Eight five five three two five one seven eight zero. That's eight five five three two five seventeen eighty.
1: Oh, welcome back. We've got a whole bunch more matches to get to. By the way, I want to say hi to Kerry, who I know is listening. And, uh, well, she's listening just about every day. Should we, at least we know we have one listener, Kartik. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kerry. Yeah. That keeps us going, at least. Yeah, exactly. Know someone's listening. Yeah, yeah. Other than the people that, that want to flame us on Twitter. Because uh, everyone loves to troll people on social media because they can do so uh, behind the keyboard. Where God knows. I hope they're wearing clothes. Okay. Um, Let's move on to the next match, shall we? Uh, This one is at Anfield, and it is the much-anticipated marquee matchup of the weekend. It's Liverpool-Arsenal. And it's going to be an interesting match because Arsenal are pretty good. I mean... They're unbeaten. Liverpool are unbeaten. They're the, only two, they're the only two teams in the Premier League right now that have taken two wins out of two matches. That is going to change uh, over the weekend, clearly. Arsenal, however, can't really defend too well. As good as they are going forward right now, and they're looking really good, I just—they just they just can't defend. And, and you know... If Liverpool can string together thirty or forty minutes, or say thirty-five minutes of quality pressure, they'll break Arsenal. Uh, as much as I look, as, as much as I like Unai Emery and this Arsenal team, they're not ready for this. Um, and I think uh, Klopp, who has yet to lose a game to Arsenal, I want to say ever as a manager or as Liverpool manager, right, uh, is not going to change over the weekend. And I'm going to say, I think Arsenal will score. I'm going to say two-one for this one.
2: Yeah, and, and actually. Um... Wenger beat Klopp the first time they played in Europe uh, when Klopp was at Dortmund. He then beat him the next several times they met, met at, when he was still at Dortmund. And then at, since at Liverpool, not only has he been beating them, uh they've been beating him badly. So uh, 2-1 is generous given the tra- trajectory. I mean, Liverpool is, sc- is scoring three, four, five goals every time they play Arsenal in the last few years. Uh, I think Unai Emery wants to get the defensive side fixed. He's done some work. Uh, to that extent, so we will take five and make it three. So it'll only be 3-1, uh, but it could be 5-1 because that's just been the way – I mean, I remember Klopp's very first match against Arsenal. Remember right, that 4-3 yeah. at uh, – uh, first match after he left Dortmund and came to Liverpool, the 4-3 at, at uh, the Emirates? I mean, they've just been banging in goals every time they play Arsenal, and it's because uh, that high pressure uh, really gets to them. In fact, th- this match at Anfield last season – Arsenal scored first. Do you do you remember this? I do. And then Liverpool scored like scored four goals <laughs> yeah. in the next ten minutes or something, right. it felt like. They well, just, for, for, for so Arsenal, be that
1: way. For Arsenal, I believe Granite Xhaka will be back and Mesut Ozil will be back. Uh their fitness though has not been confirmed. And if they are back, I doubt they're gonna start because they're not gonna be match fit at this point. So um uh i look I, I, it's it's difficult for me to see arsenal getting three points here or even a draw i, I really do think this is three points for for liverpool and the uh, and the title race will continue i do expect arsenal to be right up there by the way fighting until the very end for a top four spot
2: yeah i, I actually still think they're going to finish fourth i know united has started well it's given me a a little bit to think about. Uh, but I've still got Arsenal in that, in that fourth spot. Uh, there. And again, I think we've talked about it a few times now on the show, uh, Reece Nelson, Wilcock, uh, uh, Maitland-Niles, these young players that yeah. uh, Unai Emery has put some faith in, academy products, young English players, uh, have rewarded him and have played well. I don't know that that's the approach you want to take against Liverpool. That could This could be one of those young English players were found out, and Emery has to go to the new signings, so the Pepe's and the Kieran Tierney's, and yeah, uh, well, Donny Sabalos has already come through in big in a big way, obviously.
1: Sabalos I like a lot; he's looked really good. Yeah. the last couple of games. Um, you know, you talk about Man United, though. I mean, well, they've looked great, but then there was that small problem at the Molyneux, wasn't there?
2: Yeah, right. So, I mean, I still, I still uh, fancy Arsenal over them, and I, and I think. Arsenal, we still have not seen the impact of their new signings. We've seen the impact of Juan of Bissaka, Daniel James, and uh, Harry Maguire already. Harry Maguire, by the way, earlier this week, uh, this is a quick aside, but you kind of teased it earlier. Harry Maguire talked about maybe because there's so many trolls on Twitter, we have to start verifying everybody because uh, he saw the abuse Pogba got after missing that uh, penalty, and uh, that was his response, that uh, maybe these people who send up set up burner accounts need to, Need to be they they need to have a driver's license or some sort of verification for Twitter uh, to uh, to uh, allow them to have an account. I don't know about that, but it's worth discussing in the future because it's it's certainly a problem.
1: Well, it, it is you know I don't think uh, look the genie's out of the bottle with social media. This is obviously not a football. Di- it's a discussion solely limited to football. But I mean the genie's out of the bottle. You, you can't put it back in. You just yeah you know. This is That's such a long discussion. We could do a whole different show on that, and we could do it for 10 hours a day, five days a week, uh, and we'd still not cover uh, remotely near the amount of topics and, and issues that that brings up. But what we can talk about uh, in a lot shorter of a time, I think, it, with some um, effectiveness, is Bournemouth Man City at the Vitality, uh, because this – I'm just going to say this very quickly – uh, man city will be back on track no doubt 3-0 city i have no i have sure. no um this is this should be if this isn't an easy win for city then we've got some problems
2: yeah bournemouth is uh they have four points, but they have played so poorly. They can't play any worse than they have the first two matches. Uh, Ryan Fraser hasn't gotten going yet. David, uh, David Brooks has been injured, so that, that's hurt them. Uh, both Wilson and uh, Callum Wilson and Joshua King have not looked like they did last season. So I think Bournemouth will probably play better. But given the way Man City played against Spurs... Uh, and uh, West, uh, yeah, could, three nil is probably right. Even if, more it's not, plays better. It, yeah, if it's not, yeah, if it's not three
1: nil, at least and three points. I'm just wondering what the uh, what the bookies have for the uh, total goals on this one. I will check as we are having this discussion. Um, and just to put this into some perspective, uh, Man City, you know, are not as big of a favourites for this match as say, um, I mean, they're they're minus four fifty. Hmm. Well, Bournemouth is plus 900. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. yeah so well, there the, you go. This, That's the other that, side, yeah. right? So, well, maybe. Right. Um, uh, and look at this. The total consensus is three and a half goals. So uh, in order to get the over, you're going to have to go four. Uh, and the over right now is paying minus 104. So actually, the consensus is the over. So I'm saying this is a 3-1 four, four, or a 4-0 game here yeah that's about right that's, yeah, that's so probably fun. a three one probably about right all right uh let's go to the next match uh we're talking about tottenham newcastle um this is at oh boy uh, the, uh, the new <laughs> oh, tottenham <boy>. stadium <laughs> oh, <laughs> <good> <laughs> you know.
2: this could be ugly. you're talking about three 0s and four 0s i can't. right <laughs> I
1: um, oh boy. I don't know. What's I mean, do you think? I'm, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just wondering. I mean, I feel bad for Steve Bruce. He's in such a bad position I do too. here. I mean, really. I mean, it's not he, his fault. He, yeah. So the consensus is 3. So the over is -110. Uh, Actually, the bookies are predicting uh the it's uh so the yeah, it's -110, minus -105 minus for under 3. So they're thinking it's going to be uh 3-0 Tottenham. Um that seems to be the consensus on the scoreline.
2: I I will go with that also. And yeah. uh,
1: Steve Bruce is a Jordy, he's a lifelong
2: Newcastle fan. I mean we associate him with obviously with Manchester United, but as a player, but he's a lifelong Newcastle fan. This is the realization of his life dream to manage his club. And, right and and, and here's an, this, and here's an interesting the he's taking
1: over. Here's some interesting shifts in the line on this card. It opened at plus 600 for Newcastle uh, uh, when Newcastle were plus 600 and Tottenham were minus 275. Those are the opening lines on these. The line has oh. now shifted radically as much as at five dimes it's m- plus 1200 for Newcastle and minus 400 for tottenham so i think a lot of that has to do with um um what's his face's injury uh the brazilian whose name um is joe linton yeah joe linton thank you joe linton's injury uh but that is some radically shifting lines i mean is joe linton the only thing that newcastle united fans have to hope can get them out of the the mess that they're in but really they have they have uh i'm just going to read you some of their injured players here okay um Yedlin, Andy Carroll, uh, Alain Saint-Maxime, uh, Joe Linton is going to be injured, Is uh, not available. Probably he's currently being assessed, but he's only at fifty percent. Christian Atsu, Dwight Gale, Florian Lejeune, uh, Jack Colback. None of these guys have any return dates whatsoever. So on top of having you know the issues uh, in the front office at Newcastle, they've also got a lot of injuries.
2: Yeah, that Joe Linton one being being the most serious because uh they um he's the only guy who's gonna produce goals for them. I mean it's possible that Al Moron where John Joe Shelby could in the midfield. I mean, we know Shelby is very enigmatic player. You know that as a Liverpool fan. I mean, he's uh, he's on one day. He's uh, he, he's radically he's radically off the next. You know, and getting red cards, getting right. sent off. Newcastle seems like a perfect club for him. Actually, yeah, it does, <laughs> <laughs> it, Yeah. Tendencies. Uh, yeah. They, they, I, I, without Joel Linton, they they've got no shot in this. It's three nil or worse. I mean, I could see Spurs winning this match five nil.
1: Honestly. Yeah, they take I their g- chances. Yep. So uh, take the over, folks. All right, Wolves Burnley at Molyneux. and uh, you know the thing is, Burnley. Uh, the problem that Burnley has is they are they are going to meet up, other than the Liverpools and the Arsenal's of the world, with a team who has some serious momentum, and momentum is an absolute killer. Uh, obviously, we're talking about the home one-one against Man United. Then Wolverhampton Wanderers a win in Europe in the midweek. Yeah, uh, you know they are finding a team. When you've got a team like Wolves, they don't fatigue this early in the season. You don't want to run up against a Wolverhampton Wanderers who have a, a, a incredible you know point that they got against someone that, that was fully expected to thrash them, and and a big European win. Uh, I, don't, you know, if I'm Burnley, I'm, I'm not liking that, and uh, especially coming off Burnley's loss to Arsenal, albeit away. Uh, you know how quickly they forget that opening day uh, victory over Southampton. I, I, I like Wolves. Yeah, the shortest. As- this is two one. Yeah, Wolves today in that match in
2: in Turin, they could absorb pressure and hit uh, Torino on the break. So they had about thirty five percent possession. They were out-passed. Uh, Torino had, uh, uh, I think, 18 or 19 shots when I was looking at the stats earlier. Wolves had, like, five. But they took their chances. They hit them on the break. Uh, and that is so important in Europe. And that shows that uh, they can play on the back foot as well as the front foot. We saw them play on the back foot, actually, on Monday, too, yeah, to a large yeah. extent, right, against Manchester United. And they were able to get out of that with a draw. Uh, so, yeah, I, I agree. Momentum is with them. They've gotten two improbable results this week, maybe outplayed in both matches but they've gotten a draw and then a victory, uh, which means that the second leg against Torino, they've got three away goals. They're probably going to go through to the group stage, Uh, which means also they will probably full-fielder, full-force team, and Sean Dyche's team will feel the effects of that. That having been said, Burnley, um, I think our... um, are really kind of stout defensively this season again. And they conceded the two goals against Arsenal, but uh, the defensive problems we saw for them in the first half of last season and some of their their players like Ben Mee and Tarkowski, really good defenders that were just off for four or five months, they're back on this season. So I'll say uh, 2-0 to Wolves, but they're not going to score three or four goals.
1: Well, it is uh, – yeah, the total consensus is two, and it is a 2-0 Consensus. Well done, Kartik. Uh, The over is uh, minus 136 and the under is minus 121. Good stuff. And we've managed to cover just about every match over the weekend in the allotted time. And that makes me feel that we are, quite frankly, broadcasting professionals par excellence, Mr. Krishnaya. Uh, We are going to have to step aside and take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to ask Kartik... What the one thing you want to look out for in this week's matches? If there's one special thing that you need to watch for in one of these matches. So we're going to throw him a curve because we like to do that last segment. All right, we're going to step aside, take a break, and be right back.
4: Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Imagine this is
5: your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? so, if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749.
4: 932 1749 That's 800-932-1749. Are you an active stock
5: market investor? Well, then you know these three keywords
1: All right, welcome back to Street Soccer, Nick and Kartik. Just a couple minutes left. Uh, before I throw it over to Kartik and ask him for the one thing he's going to be looking for this weekend in the Premier League, I will just say that outside of the big marquee match up at Anfield, Liverpool hosting Arsenal, the match I'm most excited about is Carroll Road to watch Norwich Chelsea. Kartik, over to you.
2: Yeah, I'd agree. That's, the, that's, those are the two matches I'm most excited about. The one thing I want to really watch this week is if Crystal Palace has any fight in them. Uh, Roy Hodgson, great manager. He's over the age of 70 now. This might be, probably be his last job. He might be in uh, the dying days of that job because things just seem real off those first few weeks. The Zaha thing has complicated it. Uh, they didn't enhance that side at all. They lost Juan Bissaka to Man United. Uh, I want to see if they have any fight in them, or are they just going to go down without a fight and and uh, uh, with a whimper and, and finish on twenty or twenty-five points, as a contact of mine predicted this week.
1: Uh, it will be fascinating to watch, and I do feel for Roy Hodgson. I mean, he seems like an extremely nice old man, <laughs> to put it to put it to put it uh, politely, uh, but uh, you know he has had a string of underwhelming. Uh, opportunities placed in front of him and he has performed with great mediocrity in all of them
2: yeah <laughs> whether it be england or fulham or uh liverpool, liverpool right and then right you know, on the continent prior to that yeah he's yeah. he's a very mediocre manager for- perfect for a mid-table team yeah Uh, palace may not even be that though
1: well i think palace has some incredible systemic issues look folks we hope you enjoyed the show we're with you each and every weeknight from uh, 6 p.m pacific that's nine eastern that's monday through friday we are bringing you the best in global football we hope you will make us a regular part of your week and you will join us for the discussion if you've missed any part of this show within 10 minutes of the show over you can catch the podcast at believe at the believe.com b-l-e-a-v that's our podcast network that's where we are all of our podcasts are up there we hope you'll download them we hope you'll tune in weeknights have a great weekend and enjoy the football until monday cheers Can't get enough of your team? SB Nation's
5: 300 team regional and sports centric communities are built just for you. Join your fellow fans at SBNation.com for all the best sports news. SBNation.com. Your team, your community.